If you listen to the gospel today, the last word was watch, and he said it again and again. That's appropriate. If, you, if you're one of those daily mass goers, and I hope most of you are, you know, it says, give us this day our daily bread, just in case you're wondering. And the bread is the bread of life, of course. So just a little encouragement there. If you went to mass yesterday, if you looked in the last gospel of the year, the very last gospel of the year, today, like I said, the first Sunday of the new year, the last gospel of yesterday, which was the last gospel of the year, was Luke 21, verse 34. Luke 21, verse 34, and following. And again, for those of you who weren't there, listen to the word of the Lord. Be on your guard, lest your spirits become bloated with indulgence and drunkenness and worldly cares. The great day will suddenly, the great day will suddenly close in on you like a trap. The day I speak of will come upon you who dwell in the face of the earth. So be on your watch. Pray constantly for the strength to escape whatever is in the prospect and to stand secure before the Son of Man. So this is what we heard yesterday. Watch. Be ready. You don't know when the time is coming. And that's what we hear again today. So the church year ends and begins in the same way. Watch. Be careful. Be ready. Don't be sleeping. And the way we do that, the only way each of us can stand before the Lord, the Son of Man, when he comes, to stand up confident, is when we are people who have repented. And that's what the first reading is about. If you go to the first reading today, the re first reading is from Isaiah. It's uh, verse uh, chapter 63 of Isaiah. And it begins with 16b. And then we just use one verse here, then it jumps down to chapter 64. But it starts off with, You, Lord, are our Father, our Redeemer, you are named forever. Then we jump down to chapter 64, verse 4. Would that you might meet us doing right. <laughs> like, oh, Lord, only come and we're doing what's right, huh? That we were mindful of you in our ways. Just be mindful of your ways. But, he says, behold, you are angry. Father can get like that, huh? Behold, you are angry, and we are sinful. All of us have become like unclean men. All good deeds are like polluted rags. We have all withered like leaves. Our guilt carries us away like the wind. There is none who calls upon your name, who rouses himself to cling to you. For you have hidden your face from us, and you have delivered us up to our guilt. Yet, you, Lord, you are our Father. And we'll get to the next part in a second. So here's the man, he comes up and he says, Lord, I am, we are sinful people. The first words ever out of the Lord Jesus' mouth publicly in proclamation was repent and believe in the good news. And we don't talk enough about repentance. You know, most Christians are what you call, like I call them bumper sticker Christians. And a bumper sticker Christian is one who has one of those things that says, you know, Christians aren't perfect just forgiven so what does that mean well that means well you know i'm not perfect i'm never gonna be perfect you know i'm just forgiven i keep going to the lord and he forgives me because he loves me so much well that's very nice that's not a christian a christian the only way to even become a christian is by entering into our relationship of christ through repentance and that's either the repentance of baptism or the repentance when i surrender my life fully surrender my life fully, completely, 100% to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. 
for him to be Lord, for me to have repented completely from my old way of life. You know, as St. Paul says, the only thing that matters is that one has become new. Is there newness in our life as we begin this new year? Can I talk about my life in Christ and my life apart from Christ? Can I talk about that? Have I had sins in my life I used to deal with before I know Jesus, and now that I'm, I barely have to struggle with anymore, even though they still bother me, but I don't have to struggle with them at all? Because, again, repentance is the word metanoia. Metanoia means to change your life, man, huh? <laughs> so, again, there's Jesus. He's right there. And there's sin that's over there. So when I'm sitting there and I'm going this way, most people are this way. They're walking you in their sin. They're doing life my way, huh? And every once in a while, they pull out their divine rabbits with Jesus and say, hey, Jesus, you know I love you, don't you? You're going to be there for me forever, aren't you? Good, thanks. And we keep doing it our way. That is not a Christian. That isn't even a person that knows God. Oh, I believe in God, Father. Well, the devil believes in God, so what? You know, these people would sit there and say, I believe in God. I don't care if you believe in God, so does the devil. Have you repented and fully surrendered your life to God? Much different than I believe in God. 98% of America believes in God, so what? Would you call this a Christian nation? Don't even think about it. Most of us are going our way, and every once in a while we look at him and say, hey, Lord, please bless my life, huh? Look at all this stuff I'm going to do. Would you please bless that? That is not a follower of Christ. A follower of Christ means just that. It means a person has repented from doing it their way and now is constantly walking towards Jesus. Jesus, the only thing that matters is you. I only want to do what you want. Lord, now every once in a while, because we're you, I might fall, but my way is this way. I'm walking, walking always towards the Lord Jesus Christ. I have turned my back. I have repented of my past sins. Now, as we do that, we've got to think and ask God to help us in that. Because repentance is not just what we've done, but what we failed to do. Huh? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going I'm to do that. You know, we keep doing the same stuff over and over again, or fail to do the same stuff over and over again, and we go and say, well, I'm sorry. Is that enough? No. You've got to change. You've got to change. I've got to change. If I say I'm sorry, that means I'm not going to do it anymore. I go to confession, I say I miss Mass on Sunday. What's that mean? I will never miss Mass on Sunday again. I go to confession and I say I had sex before marriage, but I'm sorry. What's that mean? I will never have sex again before marriage. I go to confession and I say I yelled at my wife again. What's that mean? I will never yell at my wife again. That is repentance. It's much different, isn't it? than just being sorry. We're all sorry. But are we repentant? And so what we need to do when I acknowledge is, first of all, every one of us here, please, if you don't think you're in need of repentance, you are, you're, not even, you're not even close to the boat. To get to, you're not even close to there. We're all in need of repentance. Every one of us. There's something. And so what we got to do is ask God to show me what I still need to repent of in my life. Okay? Then the second part, it comes to the second part of the reading today. Let's look. And that here in 64, chapter 64, verse 7. Yet, O Lord, you are our Father. We are the clay, and you are the potter, the work of our hands, the work of your hands. 
You see, you ever, you've seen it before, clay being molded, huh? If you saw a ghost, you know that famous scene where there the two of them are playing with the clay. Well, clay can't do anything except be molded by the one who's molding it. The only thing the clay does is go round and round and round. And the potter molds it with his hands. The clay can't look up and say, hey, I don't like the way you're doing this to me right now. I don't particularly like this. Would you do this, do this with me? The play, clay is totally in the hands of the potter. Now, the second thing we got to do is after we repent or have a desire for repentance is we got to fully submit ourselves to our father who's our potter and let him have his way with us. To live him permission to give God permission. It's so funny when you think about clay giving the uh, potter permission. But God gives us our free will. We're not just clay. But we have to give him permission to have his way with us. That, Lord, whatever you want, make it happen in my life. Make it happen. I'll never forget when I did that once. It was New Year's Eve. <laughs> uh, years ago when I was in seminary. I mean, before I was... Uh, it has to be at least uh, 15 years ago, 14 years ago. And I was kneeling. I, used to, I, I like to spend New Year's Eve by myself at midnight anyway before the Blessed Sacrament. We're going to get a chance to do that together as a community this year. But anyway, I'm kneeling there and I said, God, you know how proud I am. You know how obstinate I am. You know how I like to have things my way. Lord, I beg you, may your will be done in my life this year, even if you have to break me. I only want what you want. Lord, I give you permission to break me, do everything. I only want your will. Three months later, I was thrown out of seminary. Oh, and I said, Lord, that was not what I meant in any way, shape, or form. And that was, it killed me. I go, gosh, have mercy. How can you do this to me? He had a plan. I didn't like the plan, but he had a plan. And it was the best plan he could have ever, ever given to me, even though it caused me some pain right then and there. The pain turned out to be glorious. It became the most wonderful thing. I got to help tornado victims. I got a citation with House Representatives. I did all kinds. I got some laws changed in Pennsylvania. I worked with now Governor Ridge, who was then Congressman Ridge. We had a lot of things changed. And I got to know what I can do in God. When I finally give him total permission that, Lord, even if it breaks me, I only want what you want. Have you ever said that yet to God? to really fully, completely allow him to be the potter of your life. And instead of making all the plans, I'm going to do this, 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 but Lord, the only thing I want, I give you permission, have it your way with me. No matter what it takes, Lord, make it done in me. And the best, greatest uh, example of that, of course, is Mary. Fiat, let it be done to me, as you say. Lord, I want only what you want in my life. So finally, what starts to happen then is after I've repented of my sins, I then give God permission to totally take total charge of my life and make his will happen. And then finally, my will and God's will become the same. That every day when I wake up, I'm not sitting here thinking about what do I want to do today, but I'm looking at God, what do you want me to do today? The only thing I want today, Lord, is you and your will. And again, as I was reflecting on this last night and I'm doing things, I had mass late last night and I'm sitting in a church alone and I'm just saying, Lord, you got to change my heart. And today, 
the theme for the beginning of the new year is prepare you the way of the Lord. And every week we're going to come and we're going to give candles out. Everybody, if you didn't get a candle, as soon as we stand up for the creed, please, one candle should, for family, everybody should have a candle and everyone should have a blue um, prayer that we're going to say after the creed. But we need to prepare for God first in our hearts. And the way I prepare for God first in my heart is I repent and I surrender. If you really, truly, forever repented and surrendered to our Lord. If not, please do it today. And a lot of us have went through the motions of repentance many times. Many times. I have done it so many times, you know, it's just something I do. The Lord really convicted me, Larry, I'm very happy you keep going doing that. But I really want you to stop it. It's time for you to not only say you're sorry, but to change your life. And we can't do that alone. We need the Holy Spirit. So repent today. Really acknowledge what's sinful in our lives. And then let's give God permission to have his way with us this new year. You got it? You get it? Good. Each of you know his love today and forever. Amen.